Who never do for do? Yeah, wings with friends. Ah, wings with friends. You got to get the wings to be with the friends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Wings with Friends, everybody. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch. I hope you're enjoying the pandemic. Uh, I sure am. Uh, because, <laughs> no, I, I'm just kidding. See, I always misspeak in the opening because I tried too hard. What I meant to say was, I am trying to find the joy during the pandemic. And one way, go. yes, one way I've done that is by continuing to podcast with friends and new friends via Zoom and FaceTime. So, with that being said, I'd love to introduce you to my next guest. Please welcome Melody Chester. What's up, what's up, what's up? How are you? <laughs> I'm well, my friend. How are you doing? I'm so good, and it's so yeah. nice to meet you. It's good to meet you, too. It's good to meet you, too. Like, it's so cool that, like, we know some of the same people. Um, I feel like I've known you because I, I'm pretty sure I've seen a couple of your shows, like, within the last few years. I'm pretty sure. Um, i like, that like is... 99%, 99.9% sure i've seen you that is the coolest thing for a comic like me to hear so i'm like oh my so you're saying i'm famous she's like but pretty much there's pretty still much. that one percent no <laughs> yeah and then um so yeah i just want to let everybody know it's like i don't know melody but right. we connected on instagram and and i was like oh this girl's so cool and i want to know who she is i want to know her and what a secret trick that I have of this podcast is a way to meet people and just, awesome. you know, learn about lots of different people. So um, I'm really glad to have you on for myself and those listening. Who are you and what makes you so special, Melody Chester? <laughs> so many things. So I first, you know, I'm a single mother. I have a 17-year-old son. Uh, his name is Donovan. He is going to be a senior here this year in high school. So he's about to start school in a couple of weeks. Of course, being that we're currently in this pandemic, it is going to be all remote, which I'm totally fine with. But now we're home all day together all the time. Uh, <laughs> second, uh, right, right. <laughs> second, um, Let's see, I, I work in the engineering field. So I work for a tech company. I work as a senior technical recruiter. Um, my company specifically is in the API space. So we basically move data through the cloud and secure data. Oh, yeah. are, are you a nerd, Melody? Sort of a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I identify. I. <laughs> Minnesota a little bit, yes, but not really. I'm, I'm too cool to be a nerd, but I identify. Yeah, so. that's what I was thinking because I was like, oh no, she's way too cool. Like I had no idea, but you work in IT. Um, fantastic. Um, and oh my gosh, I didn't know you had a 17 year old son. That's like that's an almost yeah. adult you've got there. I know. It, he basically is my man child. Um, he's like six three, six four ish. Um, he towers me and I'm tall. I'm six feet. I'm tall. Um, but yeah, I have a, yes, uh, a almost grown ass man. So I yeah, bet, um, what did you call him? An almost grown what? A, a grown ass man. A grown ass, a grown man. ass man. <laughs> I heard ass man and that might be true, but I don't know. 
punctuation. Punctuation's important. It is. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> let's see here. Um, also, my birthday's Friday. What? I will be 39. It's another thing. It's important to know um, where gifts can be sent, money. Um, I can provide a P.O. box for that. Do you have a Venmo? Person. You have a Venmo? I do, yes. Yes. In fact, another comedian person that I I know and have followed, um, Anwar Newton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so a few years ago, he did this where he was like, don't wish me happy birthday on social media. Just Venmo me five bucks. And I was yeah. like, and I did it. I did I too. Like, you know what? He just suckered me for five dollars. I could be doing this. I don't need a birthday wish. I'm get, send me. Everybody send me $5. I'm totally fine with that. Or 10 or 20 Yes. What's your Venmo? Um, Melody Chester. At Melody Chester. Is there a dash? I don't think so. I don't. Uh, so. Oh, one moment, please. Play no, I can music. tell you, no, actually. Fine. because So this is fantastic. And we're late to the game in figuring this out. Because there are girls all over the internet who have... Um, you know, figured this out. And it started with pizzas. They're like, send me food. Um, but yeah. now it's just send me money. Send me money, yes. I'm a big believer in if you don't ask, you don't get. And so uh -huh. I think you need to put that stuff out there because somebody might want to help you. And I've been, man, with TikTok, there's a girl who, like, she gives money to street vendors, and they all remind me of, like, my abuelita. So, like, I'm uh -huh. like... If I have any money in my Venmo account, like five dollars yeah. or ten dollars, I like send it to her. Um, uh, but you're right. When Anwar said that, it was this year. He said that, and I was like, "Hey, good idea!" And I sent him money too. Yeah. I think you have to make it easy for people. There you go. There you go. I, and you know, I don't. I don't care who you are. I mean, who's not going to want money? Um, it, I like. I like money. I like gifts. I like presents. Yeah, I mean, you know what, Melody? And I hope, hopefully I'm inspiring you right now. Um, I also came up with an Amazon wish list. So when somebody was like, because my birthday was in June, and I was, people were like, you know, you know, if you want to get me something, here's a list. Yeah. Pick, pick something yeah. that's in your Happy budget. Delighted. Yeah. So I would like to bestow fun. that. Um, there was I like also that. A, I like that. There was also a guy who was like on my shit list and trying to like, you know, wanted me to be friends with him again and I said well you know you probably should pick something off of this list uh, and so that worked out too and I, now I have a lovely jewelry tray enough about me um, it, it comes directly to me it doesn't show you my address or anything just bam registry exactly. done it's just love it mine love is just it. Sephora gift cards now it's just Sephora thank gift you cards. Yeah. yes Yes. Um, so, yeah. Do I feel guilty? A little. But not really when I think about, not you know. Not so much. <laughs> it's your birthday. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. So, Melody, I asked you, like, during the pandemic, we're doing wings a little differently where I'm like, hey, get some wings. Tell me about them. Yeah. Um, which I think works out yeah. pretty well, except that I don't eat as many wings. And I honestly, I did need a break because I was eating wings, like, three times a week. Uh, what kind of what did you do what was your wing of choice so my wing of choice was garlic parm oh yeah i know okay so let me go back because i ordered my wings this time but i also make a damn good homemade chicken wing and i'm all flats like don't don't give me the drum i don't 
I don't want, I want to like feel the bone. I want to put it through my teeth. I, I want it on the sides of my mouth. I, I want to enjoy the experience. I don't want to eat it off the, I don't want to eat it like a drumstick, you know? So this is really important. You are a flats person then. All flats. All flats. Now tell me first about these wings that you made. Yes. So first, you know, I just, I go to the store, get my chicken wings, clean them up, season them. That's the thing. You have to season the wings, but then you also have to season the flour. You can't just like, not like. You did a breaded wing. You, 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 here's, okay. Let me go back. There's two different types. Please do. Please There's do. boneless, which you bread, and then there's the, the, you know, the flats that you, like, you don't want any breading on. Sure. But when you want a crisp, like a good crisp on it, which I like, like I am the crisp versus the breaded, a little bit of like rice flour, just a little bit goes you on my You dusted it. Think, yes. Okay. Okay. So it was not breaded. It was lightly dusted in flour and you like, season that flour. Then you see, you have to, even if you're frying chicken, period, you have to season the flour too, period. But so I take the wings, like bare wings, season them, little tiny bit, little dusting of the rice flour, because that's going to give it the crisp that you want it. That's going to give it that texture. Throw it in the pan, right? Hot oil, throw it in the pan. So you're going to do two things. So you're going to fry them up. You're going to then take them out and you're going to toss them in whatever seasoning that you like or sauce. So I'll do like a big bowl for like, if I want buffalo, I'm not a really spicy. I'm like a kind of medium, mildish, spicy kind of girl. Um, so I, I'll toss it in that, then I'll put them on a sheet and then bake them a little bit. If I'm doing like a sticky, like, so it's like honey, like I like a hot, sweet, some like an Asian inspired. If it's an Asian inspired, I'll throw a little bit of red pepper flakes in there. You know, a little bit of hot sauce. Yes. It I'm dancing. I'm dancing right now. This is so nice. Yes. Okay. yes. It's some, that sweet, sticky, hot. So that's what that baking sheet's going to do. So once you fry them out, quickly toss them in whatever you're doing. I also take honey and like we'll still drizzle it on top and put it on the bottom shelf in the oven. Let it get sticky for a few minutes. Take yes. them out. Done. On my like garlic parm or if I'm doing like uh, lemon pepper. It's just going to be the seasoning itself, itself. Yeah. take them out, out of the pan. And I do them in batches by flavor. So take it off the pan, put it in the bowl that's got the parm, that's got a lot of butter in it, it's got a little bit of parsley in there. Roll them in that a little bit. And then I'm going to dry these out a little bit, just a little bit. And then put them on like the top shelf in the oven. Let them go oh for gosh. a little bit. This but, is amazing and a master class in how to cook wings. Um, yes. About how many did you cook in that bat, in that whole setting? In that, so last, so when I ordered my, I ordered mine this last time, which was last night. But when I cook them, I cook a whole like bag or like a whole um, uh, pack or two that like you get from Safeway that might have like twenty in there. Yeah. So I'll do like one or two of them because my son, I promise, by himself, he'll eat like fifteen. Right, and I'm gonna get like, to that. I want to hear about the numbers, but um. This yeah. is like territory we don't go into that much and I really want to know. So do you prefer, like if you are buying them and we're just talking about the ones that you make and you buy, yeah. like yeah. are you buying them like kind of the fresh, not frozen? Or you said that pack, do you buy that frozen bag? Like which one do you like better? Or what do you recommend? I like the fresh. I like the fresh ones. Yeah. 
I like the ones that are like frozen, like that are like sealed wrapped in the plastic. I like those. They're, they're raw, not cold, don't have to thaw them or anything. Yes. I like those because then I can cut off the part that I don't want, which is that drum. Because <laughs> I only want the wing. I don't want that skinny piece of arm flat. I don't want that on there because it looks weird. So do you know how to butcher <laughs> them? So if they're connected like that, you know how to butcher them to, to get... Yes, get, yes, I yes, you got to separate them. Yes. Nice. So like there's like a little part, like you'll see like... Uh, You'll, you'll know when it's not bone. You'll know where to, like, cleaver it, like, cleaver it, like, chop it off. Like, you'll see it. I and think that takes some skill. Want. That's something, like, your mom taught you when, you know, yes. when you were a kid. And yes. my mom always told me to get out of her kitchen. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I love it. So when you do... So you... Okay, so you, you dust... You season them. You season the flour... You dust them in the flour and then you bake them. How hot and how for how long? I like three fifty to four hundred. Uh-huh. So like it de- so on the sticky ones, you want them to get like a little bit of burnt ish. Like you want it. You want to see that sugar kind of boil. Like when you pull that oven door open, you can't, you want to see it bubble. That's how I know. Okay, when it when it cools, it's gonna be sticky and gooey and like all the great things. And then you take so it like, out. You toss it again and then put it back in the oven. You put them back in the oven. Nice. Oh, my gosh. So it's like double-baked sticky wings. Yes. You know, that might be the name of this episode is double-baked hmm. sticky with Melody Chester. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> so I love it. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's going to help a lot of people and inspire them to, like, cook. and Because and, usually, like, I just had the I honey. So. Yeah. You know, I hope so. I mean, like, if I'm doing a go-to like, you know, I like Wingstop's Wings. I don't know if I can say that. I'm yeah, please do. Yeah, brand, brand, brand names or whatever, or store names. But, like, I like their garlic parm. They have a good Hawaiian one. I like all flats. Super Bowl Sunday kind of ticked me off a bit because they went, you know, they were like, we don't, we can't guarantee all flats. you got to get both. I'm like, mm, Was that only I'm on still... Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, so you can order all flats most of the time? You cannot. You can order all flats anytime. Um, with them or with like Buffalo Wild Wings, you can do that. Um, I'm not really like a native wings girl, but I've only tried them once and it was like in Sholo, Arizona. So maybe I need to give them another try. You know um, what? I'm, it's try inter- somewhere. It's interesting you say that because we really yeah. started this podcast two years ago with native was kind of like my go-to. And then yeah. a year and a half ago, wait, two years in the podcast and it was, when did I move? A year and a half? I don't know. That's okay. I'll have to look at my timelines. Yeah. Anyway, I moved over a year ago to downtown Phoenix. And now I, um, like I'm going to Wingstop more. I've been trying to get to Long Wong's and ATL Wings. Probably what. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That might be the. I've seen. ATL Wings might be one of the best wings if you want like a chain or a, a franchise. Okay, I've I've heard they were good. Um, I heard aren't they the ones that are like on um, Indian School? Are they on Indian School? And like, okay, yep. Where do you? Okay, so I was gonna ask you where do you live, but then I was like, that's not a good idea. Are you in? Are you in the downtown area or East Valley? No, no. So I'm in North Phoenix, so I'm like technically in the Moon Valley. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So I, I other side of Seventh Street, just head all the way north, basically. Okay, perfect. Yes, yes. Um, so right across on Indian school, there's this place called new Hong Kong and it's like a Chinese restaurant. 
and it's like kind of hidden, tucked off in their family-owned place. Uh, they serve everything family style, but they are known for their um, their wings. Uh, they're they're not breaded. They're like garlic. They are delicious. They are the <sighs> what's the they, name they, of it again? They don't deliver. It's called New Hong Kong. I feel like New I've Hong seen Kong. it on Indian School. I want to say somewhere between like twenty fourth Street and thirty second, somewhere in between there. Um, it's an old like building that's like really kind of small parking area. You walk in, it's very old school. It's not like fancy what to do, but they go in there and ask for their crispy chicken wings. It's like the first thing on the menu. It comes out hot, fresh to order. It's the most flavorful wing you will ever eat. You guys, Melly <laughs> is hooking it up on the wing <laughs> recommendations. She's help, got you. Trying to help everybody. Do you need to make your own wings? She's got you. Yes. Do you need to go find like a new wing you've never heard of? She's got you. Do you want to find a local favorite? She's got you. Thank you so you much. Um, that might be, you know, if we were doing this live, that would be our episode. We would go there together and we would eat yes. the wings and then I'd bring my microphones and I'd say, <laughs> can I record in here? Um, yeah, they would me, welcome that. Can we, let's schedule that for when we can go there and do those things. Absolutely. <laughs> do, um, okay, so your wing constitution, we know you like flats. Flats are important yeah. to you. Um, yes. So your flats over drummies. Um, yes. Do you prefer, this might be a hard question, a sauce wing or a dry rub? I like a dry rub, unless it's a sweet, sticky situation. Okay, dry rub like, first. The thing sticky. is that I can eat a dry rub in the car. Not saying that that's how I won't. I'm just saying, if I need, if I'm having a wing craving and I'm driving and I'm on the road, I can easily get to it, eat it. I'm not making a mess. You know not what? Not that I would. I'm just. <laughs> I eat everything in the car. <laughs> um, <laughs> Melody, do you know? Oh my gosh, I went to ATL Wings and I'm standing there looking at it. Me and my friend who we're gonna record. And like, I'm looking at the sauces uh -huh. and the spices and they go, do you want a sample? And I thought they were going to give me a, a little cup with some seasoning. They gave me a whole right. wing. <laughs> yeah. And then I stood there, me and my friend Lee, and I was like eating a wing and like pointing at the menu going, okay, I'll get, yeah. okay, I'll get this. I was like, yeah. now that's service. That is amazing. <laughs> and it was I a flat. I need to go there. I keep hearing great things about it yeah it's really good um so yeah. Yeah. um oh okay so okay so you're first a dry rub second um a sticky sauce i think maybe that's probably do you sometimes just prefer to make it yourself so you can get it the way you want it sometimes yeah sometimes i do because i want it I, I okay so for example last night i had like half garlic parm and then i had half the hawaiian the hawaiian um is good but it needed the sticky, like it was sweet, but the sauce was so wet. I needed, I need the sauce to really adhere. Like I don't want to look down and see like a puddle of sauce. So if I control it, like what I, if I would have had time, I would have taken those ones, put them on a baking sheet mm -hmm. and put them back in the oven, put a little bit of honey or something on it just to kind of dry it out a little bit and get a little bit more sticky. Like if, if I was really trying to be, you know, um, you know what, um, you know, hold on. I was looking for, is it Wingstop or is it, 
Um, one of my friends, when, when one of my friends was on there, we talked about this, um, oh, the, the, why am I, why am I, what's, what's the sauce that's buffalo with the, honey hot, honey hot. I, and, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the closest thing I think um, to getting like a good sticky wing but it's like you really need to eat it at the restaurant like I'm sick of taking things home because of, like that time it gets soggy yeah yes it gets not the same you have to you here's the thing with wing stock it's fine I feel like like I did DoorDash last night totally fine no issue again half uh, uh, garlic parm, half Hawaiian. If if it was like new new Hong Kong, I you need to eat it there because yeah. I've tried to take it home and it's and it's so hot. Like when I tell you, they take it out the pan and put it in the dish, the to go thing. They do, and it's like it's hot, but then it starts to get soft. So by the time, and of course, I'm headed all the way up north to get home. Yeah, you know, and then it was too hot to try to eat it in the car again. <laughs> not that I would. But I'm saying if I did reach for a wing in the car on my way home, it was too hot to handle it. I feel you. Wingstop's Hawaiian reminds me of McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. Oh, you're right. It, it does. It does. And then I was I like, we should make a wing with McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. But so yeah. you could doctor it up. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, yeah. How many, oh, do you do a ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. Side note, this is important, and I think the listeners need to know this, okay? And this is also going to be like a pro tip, okay? So I just want, I, 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 please pay attention, everybody. <laughs> buy their ranch by the pint. It is worth it. It's like four thirty nine with tax. Who's? Usually when I go, I get pints. Wing stops ranch. You're right. It's Hands good. down, the best ranch. I have a couple of um, salad dressing bottles that I like bought at Marshalls, and uh, I take them home. I pour them in there. If I have people over, I'm like, oh, let me give you some of my homemade ranch. Then eventually, I you know I tell them I didn't make it, but like if I'm trying to impress somebody, I'm like, oh, it's my ranch. Um, but it's not true. It's their ranch. Everything. You, girl. Their ranch is really good. And I saw a TikTok of somebody making it. And it's pretty easy. And you could make your own ranch. I saw that too. Yes. It's just milk, mayo, it. Hidden Valley Ranch. Yes. And then yes. I saw another TikTok. It was like, make your own ranch without the, all that, the chemicals or whatever. And uh -huh. it was all fresh ingredients or dried ingredients. But I thought that was neat. Uh -huh. I love a good homemade ranch. I'm done with like Hidden Valley Ranch or craft. I yes. need the cold ranch, like the Bob's Big Boy from the cold yes. section, or I like the making it your own. I don't make it, yeah. though, but. Yeah, I just go there, get it. And then, like, when I buy, like, little, you know, hot peppers, like those little bell peppers that you snack Ooh, on, yeah. perfect. You yeah. want to dice up, um, you know, a cucumber salad, bam. You take yeah. it off the fridge, mix it with that, add some pepper, whatever, done. Anything that calls for ranch, Wing stuff is my go-to. We're, we're there constantly. I'll be like, tell my son, hey, if you're out, can you stop by Wingstop and get like two pints? <laughs> Do they know you? you? so much. Yeah, I need it for my homemade salads. So good. I love this idea. <laughs> um, thank you for um, really validating my love to talk about food and different food them. hacks. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's a lot of fun. And yes. <laughs> I love recommendations. <laughs> um, I love it. 
So, okay, so you do ranch, you don't do blue cheese. I, I will, but it's okay. only if I have to. If, I, if that's my only option or, or your ranch is Jack, like, uh, okay. <laughs> I, okay, I guess. How many wings can you eat? No more than 10. No more than 10. Last, last night I had six, but it was because I also had the sides. So I had fries with it and a drink. Um, if I'm noshing, case in point, Super Bowl or something, I, you know, I'll go back. I'll, I'm coming back. Like I can order a 30 piece and be like, okay, I, um, it's an hour later. I'm coming back. I'm going to get two more. Okay. I'm yeah. going to come back and get two. You know, I can spread it out. But like in one sitting, yeah. six is plenty. Like that's, okay. I'm good. You know, do you I'm clean good your if wings? I have a side. Yeah. Do you clean your wings? What's that? Do you clean your wings? Do I clean them? Do you get all my, the meat my, off the bone? Yeah, oh, yeah, yes. I, I'm not dainty. And I think <laughs> that any man that's ever going to, like, love me, <laughs> like, needs to know the real, like, it's going to, this is, also, it's it's sexy. I think it's attractive the way I clean my wing, you know, so the points, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, you kind of prove that this this is a good question because it always leads to what you just talked about. And if you go back and listen at our last, our, just my last episode with Chip Nicholson, he has his okay. take on that and okay. and what he believes. And, and, and spoiler alert, yes, he loves it when a woman like just eats the wing and you'll hear why. Exactly. Just but, eat it. Just. And then I always ask this question. So can you eat wings on like a first date? Or a second date? You can. You know, and I think it's because I'm just at the age now where my dates, my my going out is real, right? Like, it's just, I I don't have to impress any man. Like You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's so different than it was in my 20s. It's a complete, like, different thing. Like, oh, no, I'm going to make sure I order a steak and a side and a salad. No, like, let's, I don't have time. So, you know, I, let's get to the real, like, here's who I am. Let's eat. I actually, may I please have extra ranch? Thank you so much. I'm going to need extra napkins too, please, because I already know. You good? You want to bite? Like, it, yes, I will eat wings on a, on a first date. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Thank you for that because I, to- I totally agree. Well, I don't even go on dates, especially not with the pandemic, but I feel like I don't go on dates. <laughs> well, right, right. But I think that has been the best thing about getting older and after turning 40, it's like I don't care as much anymore as much as I did, I mean, all through, like, probably even up to, like, 35 maybe, where it's like I I didn't – I was so self-conscious about everything. I mean, I would still eat. I'd still eat. I don't (laughs) – but – Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) But, like, I really don't care that much anymore, and it's so free. It is the best. Like they say, which, you know, this, this is my 39th year and like you women really start to live and come into themselves around this time. And you're absolutely right. This is, this is the best time, uh, of course, pandemic aside to be who you are, to be out there dating and to not have to have BS wasted time. Like I think we're more at this age, more outspoken with what we want. We're quick to say, if this is not going to work, we move on. Uh, and I like that. Like, I, I love that about being where I'm at in my life right now, for sure. 
Yeah, it shows. And yeah, I agree. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. And speaking of, so we are in, you know, kind of just a time right now with the pandemic yeah. and everything going on. What is your What are your thoughts and feelings about that, especially um, just kind of being right here in the middle of the pandemic? Um, you know, a woman and all of those things, like what's your point of view or perspective? Yeah. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is just protecting your mental health through all of this. Um, and and the, and the thing of, and the thought process of, I can't control any of it. Right. Like I, I, I can control what I can control which is making sure that if I do leave home, that I'm not only protecting myself, but those are around me. So wear a damn mask. It's not hard. It's not hard. Just put on a damn mask. That that women, we do so many other things. We have periods. We have to change out sanitary issues consistently once a month. Like come, like put on a freaking mask. Like. Good point. Yes. Oh is it causing this quote unquote mask me? Yes. We're getting that little, little acne. Acne goes away. It's going to be fine. We're going to cool down. Um, so it, it's one, protecting your mental health, two, protecting those around you. Um, and, you know, those that may be at, at risk um, and, and our children too. And as a mom, it's important for me that, that my son's okay. And I think that at right. this age for him, it's crucial. He's coming into himself. He's, He's got one year left of high school. Like, how are you doing? And I don't want on the surface talks of I'm fine. I'm good. No, like it is my responsibility as a woman, as a parent, as a single mother to dig deeper and just make sure like, are you good? And if you're not good, you need to come to me. So I, I think I have a, a lot of thoughts about it. Um, I think that, you know, the U.S. as a whole is really late to the game and it's almost embarrassing um, to see other countries around the world get through this and yeah, we can't. It's it's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating. I think it's like these things, all of these issues are interconnected, I think, to yeah. probably one court issue. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I'm thinking about, you know, I'm thinking about Black Lives Matter and recent yes. protests. And yes. it's like for a minute – Somebody said, you know, like, oh, this is the worst time for this to happen because of the pandemic. And I'm like, no, it, these aren't separate oh. issues. These are all the same right. issues right. like handling. Right. So, right. Um, I was looking right. at your photos you took recently in the um, arts district, which is uh, I live in. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, and is this you and your son? You guys uh, did it, some photo shoots of some really cool yes. girls? We sure did. When, yeah. Tell me it, about it, your it day. It was important. They, I, I, I'm glad you saw that. Like. It was really important for me because my son, like I'm so proud of him and he is such an advocate um, for the movement and for what's right, for, for pushing what's right. And he's got such a voice and I feel like at his age, he has a following and he's not afraid to speak up about it. And I, it's one of those things where I feel like I've done something right. Um, and so it's been a time where, you know, this is a good time. Like, yes, these are two separate issues, but we need to focus on what's happening within Black America right now. And while we're all at home and we're not distracted by other things, like, let's talk about it, let's own it, let's face it, and then, like, let's have a resolution about it. Uh, and so it was important for me when I saw it, like, 
one, you know, I saw it because I follow like downtown Phoenix and, and, you know, a couple of the artists that are, you know, on Instagram. And I was like, that's awesome. We need to go. But like, this is gorgeous. Let's go before someone stupid comes out there and tries to tag it and recklessly paint over it or whatever. Um, but it was, it was a good feeling. It was, it was emotional to see that. It, I was happy to see that he was happy and proud to, uh, to pose in front of it. And um, he said, and what I loved about it too, is that um, it was Black Lives Matter, but I noticed the rainbow that was in there and that's oh, yeah. also pride as well and we are both advocates and allies um for that community so it it was like this is a no-brainer uh, you know that one piece there of what you said i feel like again it's all connected these aren't necessarily different issues this is about equality uh, right. civil rights i mean our human yeah. rights so it makes sense to me at least to group these things together and I saw yeah. one of the best posts where they're like, you know, a lot, a lot of the protests and stuff started in June and they're like, you know, all of this happened during Pride Month, but you don't see the LGBTQ community saying, no, gay lives matter, you know? And it was like, exactly. They're, they're jumping in and supporting people because they believe in equality. That's right. And that's, and that's what you do. Like when, when you are the minority, that's, that's what we're called to do is that, no, you stop and love. And if it was the reverse, I know those that are advocates for black lives would have stepped in and have stepped in to support those in the LGBTQ plus community as well. That's what you do. That's what you do. It is, it's civil rights. It's equality. It's, we're in this together. We're all voices that need to be heard. We're all voices that need to be respected. And we are all people and souls that deserve to live that's that's the ultimate goal and you know as a mother of a black teenage son who looks like a grown man who is one of the most sensitive people you will ever meet one of the most loving smartest kindest people that you will meet it 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 scares me every time he leaves the house yeah it's it's a fear and you know my mom calls me a helicopter parent i probably am um, but I'd rather be that, that than, you know, not, not knowing where he is or where he's going and, and he needs to check in and that's important to me. So it, it's Melody, a fear that I've always dealt with. What do you tell him? <sighs> Biggest thing is don't be anxious and don't be calm or don't not be calm because any fidgeting and, and, and you, the way that I have to explain it is, is not to put fear, but that this is protecting you. So for example, you know, if, if you're pulled over, remember you've done nothing wrong. So, so one, listen, don't be argumentative. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Um, he keeps his registration. He keeps his insurance card and he keeps his license in his visor. Um, I have a dash cam in his car that God forbid, if anything were to happen, at least I have footage that, Hey, I can fight or I, I, I know what actually happened. So I do that to say your hands are visible. I don't want you reaching in the glove, your glove department to pull out your stuff. No, if you're asked for your stuff, it's readily there. Your hands are always seen, always turn your, your dash cam around. And I think that this is something that when I look at my friends that, that 
aren't people of color would never have these kind of talks with. Um, and it's sad at the same time that this is something that I have to make sure that when he leaves and he's like, I know mom, I know mom, that I make sure. My son has severe allergies like anaphylaxis allergies where he carries an EpiPen. So he keeps it in his pocket. And I tell him, don't have it in your pocket. Anytime you get in the car, just put it in the passenger seat. Why? Why do I have to do that? If for any reason you're asked to get out the car and they say you have weapons and they think that that's a weapon because it's a long, thin, you know, hard piece of, it's a, it's a, a device to save his life. It's medicine to save his life, but it could be used against him that he is armed. So I'd rather you have it on your seat. Just remember that when you do get out of the car, put it back in your pocket, because if you are exposed to X, Y, and Z, you can get that in your thigh and inject yourself. These are things that are constantly going through my mind. It doesn't I stop. am so sorry that you have to have that separate conversation. And mm-hmm. and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad for you to tell me here and to share it with people. I think, I think the people who listen to my podcast already know, but for anybody yeah. else, just that idea of something that, oh, that's the different, that's white privilege. Or yeah. what, you know, one of my friends brought up the other day, it's actually called like, we're calling it like white advantage because yeah. sometimes, I mean, I think some people get offended by white privilege because they're like, well, I didn't have anything. I grew up like this and it's not a privilege. It's, it's you had no. this, just like a little advantage that you don't have to keep your registration in your visor. Right. Like it's exactly. just a small advantage. So it breaks my yeah. heart. Yeah. Um, you never, you never think about that. I think about him taking out the trash um, just to the dumpster. Like he can walk around the house and just have on like a tank top and whatever. Or, you know, if my son has dreads on the top of his head, he can put on a do-rag. But when he takes that trash out, he can't leave the house like that because somebody might judge him for being a threat based on how he looks. Right. Not knowing that this is a smart kid. He's an ROTC. He plays tennis. He makes good grades. He has very high aspirations and goals to get into a really great college. And he's working on that. But looking at this black man that stands at his height, they wouldn't know that. They would say, oh, it's dark. Someone's walking by. They have on a quote-unquote wife beater tank top and a do-rag on. And all he's doing is taking the trash out. Because I said, hey, you didn't do the trash. They can go run it outside really quick. Go put on a shirt. Take it off. I know you already did it. And it's it's it, it's been part of life. And that hasn't been recent. This has always been the case. So this survival is, You're going to go to the pool. Great. No, you cannot play with water guns. Sorry. You know why? Because... Black children have gotten shot, have been murdered over toy guns. So you can't. And I know your friends that don't look like you can. You can't. I know your friends after school can walk to Circle K and kind of hang out around there. You can't. You can't. I, if they, if something were to go down, they're going to look at you. That is the reality. And people need to know that this isn't new, that this isn't just something that's been happening in the last few months during this pandemic and this movement, but that this has always been the case raising him it's always been this way and what a way to live right right what a way to live it's hard but we get through it yeah thank you for sharing that and just really painting a picture sure for people absolutely who who don't understand i am um i am inspired when you talk about your son and all the things that he's doing and the things his his voice and all because i was I was thinking about this with the protests and I was like, you know, I am kind of excited for these young people because maybe they're 
gonna find their direction. They are yeah. they are doing something. They're they're standing up and like doing something. I think the generation has ha- had like a bad yeah. rap for a little while of being like, yeah. you know, lazy or like they were like yeah. um, entitled. Yes. Um, and yes. then to kind of to kind of compare that or juxtapose that um, with yesterday, I watched Senator John Lewis be laid to rest. Or mm-hmm. no, they didn't lay him. They they brought him around and all of that. And I'm hearing about his yeah. life and his story. And I was like, you know what? Back in 1963, yes. I think, you know, yes. he was just probably what people thought of as just like this young thug or young whatever. Yeah. Right. And he became a congressman or a senator. Right. Shoot, Mary, get it right. Con- huh. Yeah, he's yeah. a congressman. Um, so, you know, and he changed the world. He had so yeah. much impact. So I look at like the crowds of protesters and I'm like, which one of you is going to change the world and like impact That's so right. many people? That's um, right. That's right. And you know, like we, we've had some of those, like you look at, um, it was the Parkland shooting a few years back where we got to see those like seniors in high school that, that had a voice, right? Like you remember, like we may not remember the names, but remember who they are. Like you, you know, I yeah. remember the girl with the with the shaved hair, you know, and 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 reading and speaking now and getting the, her voice heard. And you're right, like these, it, it's it's created a voice. It's cre- like, you know, you're considered a, a rabble rouser until you actually get the attention of someone to say, hey, I have a story, but my story relates to so many different people. Listen. And people, especially in that one young man, like people wanted to want to just like talk trash and like yeah. push him down. But I think that that's that's part of the the journey, you know. Like it shouldn't be, but um, yeah, you know, yeah. it just shows you're doing something right. Like if if your opponents are like you're a trained actor and this isn't real, if they're trying to discredit uh, a seventeen right. year old child whose friends were right. just murdered, what's really wrong with this picture? That's right. Oh my That's God, I'm so angry, angry, Melody. I know. I know. And, and then it's it's this, you know, um, still like my son was like, you know, I, but I want to be in the protest. And there's like, you want him to be, but at the same time, I look at who his friends are and I'm like, well, a lot of your friends that are going out there to protest, they don't look like you. So there's still that fear of, if something were to go down, who would be more likely to be wrestled, you know, wrestled to the ground? You know, and you think about that too, that, that a lot of times we see so many videos, we see so much footage of people that, that are, you know, not, not brown skin, not black skin that can get away with going back and forth and arguing and right. being like insubordinate with a police officer and nothing happening. And, and they're just trying to get their point across and they're not backing down. My son doesn't have that same right. Like, even though if it's non-confrontational and he's speaking his voice and he just wants to protest and be heard, I still, like, we have to be cognizant about how and what and, you know, you're still a target. Oh, um, yeah. And again, the- that's, that's not fear putting him, it's, it's just the reality. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean to stoke the fire more, but like yeah. the the kid who shot up the the uh, movie theater, the the kid who yeah. almost killed Gabrielle Giffords in Tucson, like somehow they yeah. are able to peacefully restrain and yes. bring these uh, young psychopaths in who just murdered fifty right. people, wounded however many, but yet yeah. you know you can't, you know Breonna Taylor wasn't safe sleeping yeah. in her own bed. 
give me a fucking break. That's right. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but that's, and the thing is, is that it's always been that way. And as a country, it's been accepted. And I think uh, we as a culture, as black people have just been like, well, that's the way it is. Here's the precautions that we have to take. And this, this is what it is. And yes, we've had our, we had the civil rights movement. We've always known it still hasn't been equal. We've always known, but at the same time, everyone's always known, but no one's wanted to really talk about it because there is that, uh, that kind of inferior, like this, you were, we're better than or less than, and that's kind of the class. It's always been, it's always been underneath. Um, so I, I'm grateful for this new generation that's out there that is that they're doing what, what happened, what took place many years ago when, you know, my parents were living it. Yeah. So we're like, it's 2020 it, it and we're, we're, we're still fighting. And that, that was mm-hmm. another thing while watching and learning about John Lewis and, and watching the pictures from, you know, the bridge and everything is like, oh, we're not, yeah. are we in a, any better of a place than we were back then? Like. Not by much, you know, but I am, yeah. I am hopeful yeah. that we're talking yes. about it. And, um, yeah, yeah, and people will say, like, it's funny, people, I don't think they're cognizant with their words. Like, okay, what do you do? Like, we let you vote now. We, <laughs> you've had a black president. And I'm like, even how you say that, like, no, we, we haven't gotten far. Yes, we've come, we've come a long way. We're not being hosed down you know we're just being choked you know or <laughs> we're having the, the breath taken out of us it's it's just a different way it's different form so i if i i can get people to watch such documentaries like 13th that um Ava DuVernay you know did on netflix like watch that because it talks so much about that systemic part of 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 slavery and how it applies today and what that goal has been to really continue that process and it's it's sad but it's very it's very eye-opening um i'll have people you know that are like well what can i do or what can i learn and you know i'll try to get hey follow um uncomfortable conversations with the black man i think that's helpful that's a helpful start but you have to do the work the same way that i had to learn about everything else. I had to learn about the Holocaust. I had to understand uh, what those terms meant. Like those are things you learn it. So go and learn it. If you want to know, go and go and research. Yeah. And I, if I'm not mistaken, so pardon me, the, you know, I think that's a good comparison in a sense, the Holocaust, um, Germany has done their part in owning it. And I know there's, you know, they kind of, I shouldn't talk about it because I'm not as educated on it, but I, I imagine like they don't like to talk about it, but they've like owned it. It's it's yeah. out there, and I think that helps with healing and moving forward. It helps. I I, I think it does, but it, it doesn't erase you know sure. six million lives that are lost, um, and and also you know uh, the the whole it's the same kind of talk or rhetoric of. But you know uh, that community, the Jewish community, they're 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 better off now. They're doing great, you know. And you always hear these kind of these really effed up comments about, but they're leading this industry and they're leading this industry in television and movie. And it's like six million. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Like, <laughs> there are people still alive that live through that, just like, you know, my grandmother, who will be 89 in a few weeks, you know, lived through seeing uh, so much segregation and, and raising her children and seeing black and white water fountains and seeing the schools and how they were bust. And, and also like my, my mom going to uh, a school that was opened up to everyone when it was only just whites, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it, it's, it's full circle. So have, how much has it changed? Um, we still have a long way to go. And yes, we need to arrest the murderers of Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it's, they're out there and it's sad. And I agree. It's disheartening. Absolutely. We owe it to them. Your grandma, your mm-hmm. mom, Breonna, mm-hmm. George. I mean, yeah. it goes on and on. Um, yeah. I think we could save the world, Melody. <laughs> you and me <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> I was like asking my son, do you want to go into politics? He wants to be an architect and then he wants to like double major and and, and uh, computer engineering. And I was like, you, should, you want to do politics? Because you got a great voice. You know, I'm not trying to force you to do something you don't want to do. Uh, he's, you know, I, I want to be an architect still, but I still want to use my voice. Like uh, there is going to be with the school, with the, um, uh, the school district next week, um, a, uh, a public like hearing about what we can do better in the schools about Black Lives Matter, about um, indigenous people that, that he goes to school with, about those that are affected by this, about the LGBTQ plus community, um, that things that have been happening that have kind of been pushed under the rug. And he's like, I want to get in front of that microphone. I have something to say. Nice. So I'm like, use your voice. Absolutely. I support you. What time do I need to be there? What? Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a special guy. Um, good for you. Congratulations. Well done. That's all you. That is all you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. Um, so <laughs> I feel really dumb right now because I'm about to be, I was so profound. We were, we were so profound. Uh, I was so serious, but now I'm going to be like, so how's your dating life? Who are you seeing? What's going on? Who do you have a crush on? <laughs> and you're single. <laughs> That's totally fine. I can segue. Let's do it. <laughs> That's a, I like activism and I like brunch. You know, like I can be all things. I like presents and I like presents. I like makeup. I like presents. I like I like you guys who are next yes. to me. Yes. And, you know, 6'5". That'd be awesome. I'm That's not even picky great. anymore. I'm not even picky anymore. <laughs> Yes, I have been dating through the pandemic, but I've been dating a few people mm-hmm. <laughs> through the pandemic, um, which this is a first for me. Uh, and, and of course, people that I, I have known uh, in a few years that I've lived here, which has been actually kind of fun um, uh, because it's like I can do this. Like, I, I think years ago, I've been like, I would only have to give my attention to one person and you focus on that. And I realized, no, I kind of, I don't have to do that. I can entertain this person, this one, and this one and be open about it. And that's great. And it's, and it's fun. Uh, now dating and talking and having conversations and, and like, the, you know, meetups are completely different 
then like, you know, like it's, it's with caution. It's like, eventually we'll get back to seeing each other in person or, you know, um, especially if they have children as well, because you don't want to expose anyone or you don't know. And, and I, you know, I try to make sure that I'm only talking to people that are doing the same measures that I am. Like, how often are you washing your hands? (laughs) I know I'm trying to do like a, a one day on 10 days off (laughs) in terms of like, just be really careful. Like either who I see or what I do. Like I had shows last weekend at stand up, no, was it stand up live? And, um, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be home for a while. and I'm not going to see my parents and that's sad, but I want to do comedy. Um, do you want to be in like a serious relationship? Is that a goal or are you just kind of like, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm having fun. I, I think at some point, um, I will, I think for me now, and I've been asked that, um, you know, like by, with, by someone that I have been seeing, um, which is, that's the ultimate goal is to like, you know, build a life, um, with this particular person. However, I'm still, I'm looking forward to like this year 40, my son will be off in college, you know, God willing. And, uh, they go off to campus, right? So I don't have that much time. So that's my priority. It's like, he's got SATs coming up. He's got, you know, we've got application after application. We're actually headed to La Jolla this week. Um, and he's, he's got to view, we did a campus tour almost two years ago at UCSD, which yeah. is one of the schools he wants to go to. Uh, so it's like, that's where my time is, or like the on, uh, the online kind of campus tours. And so I kind of just really want to get through this, get him set up in his dorm. Like I said, God, God willing, things are open up and we've moved past this pandemic by summer 2021, yeah. get him set up. And then, uh, you know, I feel like, okay, here's, here's 40. You know it's what I mean? Like, it's just, now. yes, yes. Like, look, like we, like we both look at, look at us. We both don't look 40. Like, come on. I'm like, 42. <laughs> It's because I'm half, like why right? Because I'm half Mexican. Oh, you went. Oh, sorry. It's because I'm half Mexican. Um, there you bam. bam. No, I'm 42 now. Right there. Um. What's that? I'm 42 now. You're 42. Well, I don't about. know. I don't know. Yeah, look. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um. How do you? Like how 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 is like what is your view? I hurt, Melody. I hurt. Everything hurts now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I hurt pretty much, and I'm hungry. I'm just. I hurt. Yes. (laughs) No, I mean I agree with you. I kind of going back to that conversation about how you don't care anymore. What like, you know, I don't have time to be self conscious. I I'm kind of at a point now where I'm like. If you're not going to make my life better, then it's not worth it to me. So I'm not just going to take That's on, right. um, you know, some project of a, of a guy, That's like your right. big project to like work on. Like, no, I yes. want you to fit yes. into my life and I want to thrive together. Let's travel. Let's yes. eat food. Let's, yes. I don't know. Let's work out. Maybe I, I'll, I'm open to yeah. it. <laughs> some point so, eventually who knows yeah, i'll do it yeah, like, if, i hear you if you're not bringing to the table it's not worth my time you know and and i think 
a lot of men still are intimidated by that too. If you're independent, you've got yeah. your own shit and I don't need your money and I don't, I don't need you to take care of me. But at the same time, it'd be, it's so nice when someone has their stuff together and they can because they want to, not because they need to. Um, it, it, it's a good feeling. And you're right. It's like, I don't want to fix anybody. I, mean, I don't want to te- teach you how to be a man. I don't yeah. want to teach you all that stuff. Like you need to come to it the same way I'm coming to it. I think a yeah, lot of yeah. men want a woman to, one, just be kind of arm candy and just be yes. all about them but not have a life of their own so they can dedicate it to either to them or raising their kids or taking care of their yeah. home. Yeah. And I think a lot of women are okay with that, but I'm like, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. can't. I actually need somebody who's going to kind of be opposite with me, who's going to, like, support me and be there for me and have your own thing. But, like, you know, it's it's kind of about me. Yeah. Yeah. Support. Like, I know that I, I may not need you, but I like, I think and if you're a strong woman, like, I – I would consider myself, and I think other people and other men would consider myself to be a pretty a strong, a strong woman. Um, uh, that uh, the thought is that well, you can get through it. Like you know, you don't need me. Like you are smart enough, or you are capable. And it's like you know, it feels good when you're like, but that man can be that pillar too. Yeah, because you get tired. Like when when you are leading and you are like the the breadwinner, it's like you're tired. Yes. And I can't scratch my own back. Like, I cannot reach. There is a spot in between my shoulders I can't get to. Also, lotion. Yes, it's right here. Also, I can lotion this part. Yeah, I'm good. But can you get right here, though, with the lotion? And then when you get in there, you don't just go like this. Like, massage it in. Melody, like, I haven't had lotion on my back probably, <laughs> I don't even know when. Maybe that's why it itches. Shit. I, it that's you know what's what? going on. My mom, I just, gushy. my mom, she's, my, my parents are so good at like, they'll put lotion on your back for you or your feet. And now the yeah. pandemic, I can't even do that. I'm like, I, and my mom has like, <laughs> my mom has like a heavy hand. She's just, she's <laughs> I she's Mexican. She just doesn't have time for any of this, and but she'll do it. And she just does it real hard. And it's like now that I'm older, like I love it. And my dad does too. He he. She'll put cream on his face, and she's like this, and he's just smiling because he. It's one of those things you start to really love. That is love. Is putting lotion. That's love. Yep. Yes. Putting yes. lotion on the other one's back. I'll do it for him too. Like if there's a yes. husband, yes. a boyfriend, I'll put lotion on your back. You want a back scratch? You I'll want the it. back of your head, top of your head yeah. scratch, rubbed? Got you. Yeah. If Get they are bringing, right you know, everything to the table, I am yeah. fully willing to do those types of things. Do you hear that? You. Do you hear that? You yeah. hear <laughs> <laughs> At Mary Upchurch. <laughs> uh, no. I'll be nice. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can you believe it's been an hour? No. I cannot. Yeah. Wow. Um, Melody, thank you so much for being here with me and talking to a total stranger over, um, <laughs> not total stranger, I guess, because we do have some friends in common, but, um, yeah. with comics, yeah. I, I usually say like, tell us where we can follow you or 
you know, if you want to leave people with either where they can follow you or maybe anything you want them to do or somebody else you want them to follow or donate or whatever. Absolutely. Um, you can follow me on Instagram on at Melody Chester, M-E-L-O-D-Y-C-H-E-S-T-E-R. Uh, did away with Facebook. Uh, I, I find that that Instagram is, is better and I have less opinion from people and I like I like to control that. So it's cool. Um, uh, those that especially um, veterans, if there are veterans listening, they come from a huge family of veterans. Um, if you are transitioning from uh, military life to civilian corporate life, please do reach out to me also on LinkedIn under Melody Chester. I'm happy to mentor, talk you through it. Um, I also do mentorship uh, through a company called Veterati, which which helps um, uh, those that are either coming off of a tour or have retired um, for whatever reason, them and their spouse um, are tra- doing that transition and how to get back into the workforce. Um, so I'm a big advocate for that. Um, uh, definitely. Uh, so if, if you happen to be an engineer, if you happen to be maybe in cybersecurity space, if you happen uh, to be in any type of product, let me tell you, those that have served our country are great leaders. They have led many great, strong teams and show all the qualities. I'd love to talk and connect with you. And if it's not a, a position with my uh, current company, I'm happy to lead you in the right direction as well. Melody, we didn't even talk about your passion for veterans. What? <laughs> it's okay. What? It's, I, so many things to talk about. It's, I know. It's okay. like, I want. I would have liked if that had come up. I would have started going down that route instead of like, who's your favorite crush? Uh, <laughs> you know, Larry Fitzgerald. If you're listening, um, I know he has a girlfriend. It's who? Totally Larry funny. Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah. He's oh my great. gosh, Melody. There was a guy at my work. His wife is a nurse. I've known him for years. <laughs> Uh, I've always known his wife. She's like a neuro nurse. She's awesome. Yes. And they were one of the families that Larry Fitzgerald delivered like a thank you care package to our frontline workers. And we were he and he got to be on the news and they got to meet Larry Fitzgerald. Stop it. He's so great. <laughs> I it's just good people. Like not yes. only not like good, just attractive. He's just like a good man. I have been saying this. I've said this for a few years. I love him so much. He's such a good person that I want him to get a Super Bowl ring, even if it's not with us. Like I would almost say, like you go, you don't, yeah. we don't deserve you. Yeah, we you don't go right. to where you can get, and he won't go. He's so loyal to the Cardinals. He's so, uh, and you know what? You've got how, how he's committed. Let me tell you that right there already tells me that we would have a surviving chance because if he can commit to the Cardinals, he can definitely commit to me. I, I So if you're listening, Larry, um, that'd be great. I'll, my heart is going to be, you know, with the Cowboys, but I I rep the Cardinals too. I do. Um, I do. He's such a wonderful <laughs> human, isn't he? Um, did you see his University of Phoenix commercial where he, like, yeah. calls mom? his mom? Oh, my gosh. Cannot. Wait, he calls and listens to her voicemail, right? And he says, I, can't. I finished it. And then I was like, Larry, I have a degree in communications too. <laughs> he is one. How, did you, I cried 
I was, that was the moment. It was when I saw that commercial. It was like, what, like three years ago, maybe, maybe four. It was somewhere, because it was like when I first moved out here, and I've been here, I can't believe going on year six, uh, where I was like, I, I love you. He's just, and he's too good for this world. He's too, he's too good for the Cardinals. Uh, I think and, he's and the only he, Cardinal they like, pay well. What's that? I think he's the only Cardinal that they actually pay yes. well. And that's been yeah. our, always been our big. Not that I'm a big football fan. I don't even care. But. <laughs> he, okay, I, I guess I, I should. Just don't go oh, to the Patriots. Even though I know Tom Brady's not there yeah. anymore, just don't. But I want him. He deserves a ring. He really does. Yeah, he I does. want that for him. Um, I'm jealous of all the people who have stories, you know, like local celebrity stories. Um, with him but <laughs> I guess this is a good place to stop because I we could probably go for another hour because I want to be like where'd you move from but we will do this again <laughs> we'll go to New Hong Kong and we'll talk more and record another episode um awesome. you guys thank you so much for listening please follow Melody Chester follow me Mary Upchurch at, at Mary Upchurch and Wings with Friends and I'm doing a promo right now where if you follow the podcast if you do a five-star review on iTunes. If you tag a friend who follows the podcast, um, I think that's, if you've been on this podcast, uh, re-promote your episode. I'm desperate here. I want followers. Um, but you can be entered to win a $50 gift card to pretty much whatever you want. I don't even care. If you don't like Buffalo Wild Wings, we'll give you cash. I don't care. Um, so as many of those things as you do, you'll get that many entries, and then I'll pull one tomorrow at some point. And... And, and you'll win. So don't sleep on that. Uh, thank you, Melody, for being here. You are a gem, yeah. and it's so great thank to be here. Thank you for having me. Likewise, same to you, Mary. Thank you. It's been fun. All right, join us next time on Wings with Friends. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.